together chris but we are here <laughs> we are here we are in the flesh with, with friends of ours so let's talk about how we got to this point with this lineup as of <laughs> two weeks ago at excite wrestling by the time you hear this will be two weeks ago this was supposed to be a three-way matchup between peter DeLong, george gatton and Kate Elizabeth from Fightful.com, who George went to school with when they were kids. Yes. Kate had a previous engagement the night that we were going to record. So I was like, who does Pete and George know that I can ask to be on the show? And my first text was to Jack, friend of the show, sometimes heard on We Need Wrestling whenever they are in town. Yeah. So... It became Pete against Jenna against George until about two thirty this afternoon. When <laughs> when he got a he got a one way ticket to the president's club. It all broke down. <laughs> so we 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 had some uh high level A show meetings uh to see if because this is our last qualifier for the tournament of champions. That is correct. And we could have just said, okay, well, we only have seven people. We could have given someone a buy. It probably would have been O'Mealy because he has the most votes yeah. total. We're uh, a bunch of hacks, Matt. We uh, promise the folks eight contenders, and uh, uh, we are the final qualifying round tonight. So what we have done is we have Pete DeLong and Jenna. Joining us from the Pacific Northwest. Hi. Sunny Seattle, Washington. Oh, yeah. Pete joining us from about 15 minutes from where I sit. I'm in Pittston. No, I think he's, <laughs> I think he's gone to a wormhole. Deep uh, underground. <laughs> deep, deep. So, as always, we'll allow our contestants to introduce themselves. Pete's been here. So, Jenna, please take a moment. Oh my god! I have to introduce myself. Uh, I don't really have much to say. I'm I'm like I'm just nobody. I'm just a friend. I'm not like not in the business in any way, uh, which you know just need <laughs> to on. make that. Can we, can I, I want to make that clear. There, there's been no no because if you promoted those Nittany Lion shows, you're uh, no, no, I don't want to. <clears throat> no, I'm not proud of those days of my life. But yeah, I'm just I'm just Jenna. I've been going to wrestling shows for a really long time, and I've known these goofs because of it, uh, which is pretty rad, actually. So, it, yeah. It's pretty wild. I told this story, I think, uh, on Hit My Music, that I 
met Jenna not at Valley Championship Wrestling, but randomly uh, on a bus to Philadelphia where I was going to meet up with some friends, and Jenna was going to see the Squirrel Nut Zippers. Yeah, that was December of 1999. So, a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do, nobody do the math, please. This is depressing. Nope. That 1999, aka ten years ago. Uh, you may remember such things from 1999 as the sunscreen song. Oh, you love the sunscreen song. Love it. So great. Um, that was the year I graduated high school. So um, Southern California, lead before it makes you too soft. Move to uh, Williamsburg, Brooklyn, but uh, leave before you have a tremendous debt from craft beer. <laughs> oh, those are the words. That's very yeah. specific. Very mod. It's very modern. It's very modern. Very modern. He can tell the future. Jenna here this week. We taking on Peter DeLong. Has been here before, but again, take a moment to introduce yourself, Pete. Sure. First of all, I don't appreciate being the uh, the 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 second announce since I've been here. I have tenure, and I should have been uh, top oh, of the uh, marquee. Oh, but, but we'll, oh God, fine. Right right here. Oh, That's boy. fine. You guys want to go for being polite over you know respect for your you know, okay. All right, fine, 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 fine. Hi, I'm uh, I'm Peter DeLong, and I'm just joking. Uh, I'm so incredibly happy uh, for Jenna to be here, um, along with myself and Decker and uh, Matt. Um, and Jenna is definitely selling herself short. Uh, we have been going to wrestling shows together for a very long time. Uh, Jenna was in the crowd when, uh, when I was having a loser leaves anyway match in <laughs> Pennsylvania. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, she was, she was also there for, uh, my return and what eventually brought me back to the business. Thanks to Matt, uh, at, uh, the WESS, uh, showcase show. Which, which is a match that I'm very proud of, and I'm very, very uh, happy that, that she was there to witness it, and that kind of gave me the confidence to get back into this business, whether it was inside the ring or uh, now outside, which is what I'm doing now. I'm doing commentary, I'm doing post-production, I'm doing voice work, and I'm doing these kind of things because they're incredibly fun, and I still get to talk wrestling with my friends. So I'm very appreciative to be here with all of you today. If you think Pete's upset about having to introduce himself a second, wait till he hears the draft order. <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea how happy you just made me. So, much like last week when we had Kevin Graham and Brute Van Slake, who did advance to the Tournament of Champions, because Kevin was a returning guest, Brute got the first draft pick. Yes. So because of that, Jenna gets the first draft pick. And let's talk about what we're doing here this week. Because uh, theme show. Because this is what Jerry calls my Vietnam flashback era of wrestling. Oh. <laughs> Today we exercise the demons. <laughs> in, in a ball of sprinkly rage. <laughs> um, this week we are going to do something that at least three of us were there for, one of us working, two in the stands, and Decker we didn't know yet. Nope. It, we are going to rebook, with the draft, 2005's Chikara Tag World Grand Prix. And everyone that worked for Chikara in 2005, and holy fuck what a list this is, is not eligible to be drafted. So, round seven, as the wild card will be anyone from outside of Chikara. So... If you want to bring someone really weird into Chikara in 2005, or if you want to bring someone really normal into 2005 Chikara, 
What would be really normal in 2005? Like? That would be very strange. That would be the most unusual thing ever to bring someone normal into 2005 Chikara. Yeah. Like Chris Jericho. <laughs> 20, January 6th, 2021, Chris Jericho. <laughs> Specific, specifically. Is that a spoiler alert? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it's a good idea, though. <laughs> Uh, it's a bad idea for many reasons. <laughs> so, Jenna and Pete will take turns until they feel that they have a full eight. So here's what we're doing. Because Tab World Grand Prix took approximately six years to complete. We're still there. I'm still there. <laughs> I'm lucky I moved around the corner from the staircase because it means I'll have a very quick show. Yeah. <laughs> so... And the gun store that moved into the staircase makes it really weird that we have wrestling in there right now. But Wait, it's a gun store now. Unfortunately, uh, oh, it yeah. used to be uh, a, a a veterinary hospital. Yeah, mm. yeah. And every time we would drive by there for Avery to go to soccer practice, and I'd say, "Hey, I used to work wrestling shows there." She'd go, "No, you didn't." And I'd I'd be like, "No, really." It used to be a concert place till someone died watching Slayer, and. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. It was hate breed. It makes it better. Hate. That makes it better. Allegedly. Slayer was not in Pittston, Pennsylvania, Matt. Come on. I so, can at least see hate breed. You know. Like that it, it's, that's just as good as uh, as the Heirloom Arts Theater now being a Hispanic uh, evangelical yes. uh, Catholic <laughs> church. If they only knew what, all, what went on in the bathrooms of that they place. Had any idea. Wait, hold on, check this out. Wait, hold on, wait for it. Uh, there used to be wrestling in that building, and now they're shooting. Oh! <laughs> Ooh, all right. I, so, I appreciate Well, guys, thanks very much. It was a good scene. Yeah, I gotta get going. I'm, I'm so, out, too. So right, now I'll be it. hosting love the remainder of this episode by myself. You <laughs> <laughs> can't censor me, everybody. So... Shikara only had the Young Lions Cup at this point, and that's going to be a non-factor. Um, now, for the purposes of the draft, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, uh, they could draft tag teams together or draft individuals and then not let it be known who a team is until we get to the presentation part. That we will allow. Once the drafting is over, we will allow up to two trades, which can make this extra ridiculous. Oh my god, I didn't even think of this. There will I don't think we'll have any need for unrestricted free agents. Well, I mean, there's gonna be a lot of you're not getting booked though. Man, we will list you're not getting booked. We'll take a break, you'll hear a couple ads, and then we'll come back and the gang will present their cards. Jenna, are you ready? Oh. I've been thinking about this for like three days. Now let me say, first <laughs> off, I'm ca- I'm calling most of this on the fly because I've been incredibly busy for the last week and I haven't been able, been able to think about it. I'm a one-trick pony tonight. I have one idea in mind. And if you, <laughs> if you <laughs> think- draft if you draft anyone from my idea, I am I it's it all goes out the window. And it's just one. Be- that means there's multiple people involved. So I if Evan Starsmore needs to be really with Pete upset. and it gets taken Done. I have a feeling I'm about to make you really upset because I I know you, and I feel like we probably have the same idea. Man, man, let's man. start the A okay. Show podcast. The Go Go. <laughs> so, 
if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, you're going to know exactly where I'm going. And, you know, you'd be more than, but whatever. All right. Well, with my first pick, uh, I am taking Madman Pondo and Necro Butcher. Oh. We're, we're good. Oh, we're good. Ooh, okay. All right. Okay. We're good. How, that that was another that was another secondary idea I had gone. That's okay. We're good. <laughs> that was. I just I want to do it. I just want right. to do it. Jenna had many mock drafts ready to go. We did. I had two. Different stuff. I, had, different it, I was. If I knew if I got the first pick, that's where I was going, and I knew where I was going if I got the second pick. All right. All right. Okay. So uh, just to clarify, we had mentioned earlier that uh, we could also uh, choose entire stables, like, as, in, uh, as was the case in past episodes. Is that correct? Correct. So, All right. here, here's, uh, so you have to use them to – this is going to be hard. be in the same match. Oh, it all has to be in the same match? There's an odd number of members in this, in this uh, stable. Hmm. Now, that's not to say that you can't use them more than once, obviously. Well, I mean, I have plans for all for all of them, of course. Uh, the Adam Van Fortune rule, or 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 was it Ed that had, did all the fortune? No, that was Adam who drafted Adam. like all nineteen members of Fortune with like his second draft pick. <laughs> Kills me. I think if you are, right, let's say you're taking a stable of five people, and you have plans for two of them to do a tag later on. Because as we all know, uh, on the second and or third night of Tag World, there's always multi- multi-man matches or, you know, matches involving people who lo- who were okay. in. Okay. All right. Trip. There's a little. Okay. I'll out. All right. Okay. We're cool. We're all good with this? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I am go- For my first pick, I'm going to draft the team of Sweet and Sour International, uh, which com- is comprised of Crossbones, Mano Metallico, Sharecropper, Rorschach, and... The best sell for pastel, the golden palomino, Larry Sweeney. I gotta take some things out of my thing here. Okay. I grossly underestimated how popular Larry Sweeney was with that crowd in 2005. Unreal. It was un- it was unreal. He was unreal. Yeah. There's not nothing else to say. Yeah. It was unlike anything I had ever seen before in in wrestling in my time, and probably unlike anything I'll ever see again. He just got it. All right. Well, then two fans. If there was if there was the um Inchcar if they had the wrestler of the year in 2005 would it have been Larry Sweeney like if he would have been the champion or something like that they had that but we'll go with wrestler of the year would it have been Sweeney in 05 He was in in 04 Oh he was in 04 Yeah yeah So, so who's the 05 Shane standout Shane Storm Shane Storm was the 05 standout Good old Shane Storm We should have had him on the show on 4 hours notice Damn it <laughs> A mile or two away from me, we could have could have had him come down here into the into the pit. I would swing a dead cat and find Shane Storm around here somewhere. You are that close to the Pennsylvania Turnpike. You are correct. Mm-hmm. So we go back now to Jenna for round two. I'm hedging my I'm going to hedge my bets because there's something else I really want to do, um, and I am going to take a team. Um, I'm not going to take all three of them. I'm going to take two of the Black T-Shirt Squad members of Mike Quackenbush and Reckless Youth. Okay. That was going to be my next pick. All right. I, oh! have, I, had, a feeling, I had a feeling. No problem. Um, but I think you'll li- I think that you're going to like what I'm going to do with this one. All right. All right. So just so 
you don't inadvertently give me flashbacks. I am going to draft the team of Matt Turner and Anthony Franco. Oh, oh, I can't. Hmm. Oh, now I'm screwed. I, I miss. <laughs> I don't want to screw anybody. Hold, hold on a second. No, 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 no. There's trades. All right. Yeah. Okay. There's right. trades. I'm going to be gunning for them in a trade. Uh, I'm putting all my eggs in that basket, just so you're aware. Um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. All right. Oh, I guess I got to move that. Okay. I mean, USA um, is still on the board. I mean, anything is possible. Yeah. We, we lived through this. <laughs> yeah. Some of us only have Oh, we, were, we were there. <laughs> we were there. What's the Bane quote about living in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> we were we were born into it. I watched Adam Knight wrestle with my own two eyes. <laughs> he was only a cowboy from Alberta. <laughs> True story. So he was the. I think I think he was the biggest person to ever wrestle in that Shakara pony ring. That little shorty. Um, yeah, probably. So my friend, also friend, John, that y'all know, um, John, he and I were sitting and a bunch of others were sitting in the front row, uh, at that show and every, and he wrestled hero. So two guys that are not small. And every time, every time Adam and I hit the ropes, those ropes were so loose. I swear to God, he touched us in the front row. Like, and we were just, we kept looking at each other, like, is, is it going to give, like, is this going to be the time that it's going to give? And we're going to end up with the 330 pound wrestler in our lap. And like, by the grace of God, it didn't happen, but. Now, I think we had the new ring by the time Brody came around and Brody was taller than Adam Knight, but Adam Knight was significantly larger than Brody. (laughs) Yeah, no, he was a big dude. He was a real yeah. big dude. Um, okay. Next. Yeah, now that now that I now that my yeah, we're in round three and we are in round three. I I, <laughs> I know. I just this I really, is like I when really you have Netflix to, and there's just too many choices. You know, like, too many choices. Um, okay, so so I'm going to take no, I'm going to take Equinox and Angel Del Fuego. <laughs> if he shows uh, up. Don't don't give away my booking. Shit! I had a, the second I said that, I was like, I know what I, I said. Just I just have I just have these ideas. I'll edit that out. Um, no, don't worry. about it. <laughs> What was the pick? It was Angel of Fuego and who? Equinox. Oh, okay, okay. So, all right. So I'm going to draft the team. Um, I believe there was a different. Uh, yes, yeah, a very different. Team IWS, but I'm going to make my own Team IWS and uh, draft uh, the one, the only Beef Wellington and Sexual Edward. Oh, good, good call, good call. That's real good. That I I had them, I had them pretty high up on my list. I didn't have any great ideas though, so I'm, you know, you you and Sexy Eddie are like peas in a pod. So (laughs) he allowed me to share. That's my favorite match I ever wrapped. That was, that, was, that was so glorious. Legitimately, my wife's favorite wrestler. <laughs> I I get it. All right. Um, I'm gonna take this one just so I don't screw it up later, like I already did once. I'm gonna take. <laughs> oh, it's not my turn. Oh yeah, yeah it is. It is. Never mind. It is. I forgot. 
Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to take uh, <laughs> Darkness Crabtree and Doctor Chung. Oh, nice. <laughs> Uh. All right, so uh, I'm assuming that the Chikara Monster Factory joint shows are are in play, correct? The ones that were jointly uh, run by Irad, uh, DJ Hyde, and uh, and Quack. So if that's the case, uh, Sabian was on uh, Chikara's roster. However, Ruckus was not, but Ruckus was on one uh, a few of the uh, the joint shows. So I'm going to draft the team of Blackout Sabian and Ruckus. Yes, and Mando, I have a great idea for them. I, uh, I really thought I was going to get both of my both of my big ideas in, and now I'm not sure I am. I'm a wrestler. Sabian's always one of my favorite people to work with. I'll always remember the one time we were in WXW. He won his match, and his music's playing. And he put his arm around me, and we're looking at the ringside cam, the roaming. And he starts rapping his music. He starts like bobbing back and forth with me. I'm just like, geez, I don't know the words. <laughs> <laughs> and like he's just going on and on and like I'm just playing up like jeez I really don't know the words to this song I've only ever heard it when you wrestle and we're still going back and forth and he's just ignoring me <laughs> well this was like um, actually I think I think this happened when I had first started this was like 2010 maybe I mean uh, Sabian is good people <laughs> I like Sabian a lot <laughs> I'm so screwed okay yeah I'm just gonna t- I'm gonna do this I'm gonna take from the actual uh, Tag World team, uh, I'm going to take B-Boy and Super Dragon. All right. Uh, nice. Because that's, I'm, now, I'm now pivoting. We are at five. This is going to be our sixth uh, choice, correct? I'm double-checking that right now because oh, I'm just highlighting names on my list. That was my fifth pick. So this will be your fifth pick. That's why I thought we were in five. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I had an extra because I I drafted two at the same time in the in the first one. That's why I had an extra one. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <clears throat> All right. Let me, I think I know what my next pick is going to be, but let me just uh, scan this real quick. Mm. No, you know what? I'm going to go with a team that actually I I really enjoyed at the time, and then they kind of disappeared, and I was kind of bummed. I wonder what they're doing now, but we're going to go, go with Perfect Strangers of Emil Satoshi and Trick Davis. I like Trick Davis a lot, from what I remember, anyway. And Emil Satoshi was also someone in that tag team. Yeah, he came over He came over from Germany, did he not? Germany or Austria or like Holland or someplace over there. I was thinking about that and how, like, back in the day, there was, even even in, like, the early 2000s, there was that, like, international, like, Milano Collection AT, and, like, these guys from WXW in Germany, and, like, we were spoiled. We really were. We were, when I had Hollow Wicked on By the Numbers, and we looked at some of the cards for shows that we had been on, we had worked matches on together, and, like, there's a random match in Burnsville, Pennsylvania, between Eric Cannon and John Moxley. Yeah. And you're just like, what is this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Can I, can I admit something? Yeah. I, I, after that match, I was like, Eric Cannon, like, outshine, like, I don't get the hype with this Moxley guy. Like, I was like, I don't, I don't get it. And, like, how wrong (laughs) was I? (laughs) Jenna, I'm going to go ahead and wholeheartedly agree with you. I think he was also on uh, a Hellertown show. Yeah, yeah, it was a Young Lions Cup show. 
and I remember Excalibur was there and got on the mic and and, and did, told a terrible joke, said, you've got Moxley, kid. And everyone, the entire oh crowd groaned. God. But at the time, I remember, you know, of course, saying, who, the, who is this guy? And then not, like you said, not being very impressed. And I think that was the only time I saw him. Uh, I didn't know that he was in Chikara any other times, but that was the only time I saw him. And then when I saw him show up, you know, in developmental, I was like, oh, that's the, that's the guy from Chikara, from that, you know, the one that uh, Excalibur told the terrible, terrible joke about. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was pleasantly surprised. I remember when he showed up with his ponytail and shorty trunks. Yeah, he had long hair. That's right. And I was just like, this guy is trying way too hard to get signed. And boy, were we all wrong. <laughs> I have, uh, I have no, uh, I have, I have no concept. I, I just, I saw him and I was like, oh, look at this guy. Ooh, he looks, he looks nice. You know, like. <laughs> I, I I was not I was not sold. It's crazy to think like that was just like an, an, a random weekend. Like Hulkin and I are going through these matches. He's like, we had Milano Collection AT against Chris Hero in Emmaus, Pennsylvania. Oh my like, god! That that one of those Barnesville shows had Okada on it. Yep. Like <laughs> that's a great. Did you, did you ever hear that story? I have. Yeah, I know you have. That's a favorite. Uh, that match that Okada was in, this is like 2005, so it's like long before he became a star. Yeah, he's probably a young boy then. He, well, big time. This it was one. Of, it was one of his first excursions. Oh, <laughs> and he wrestled some like random, like rando from from uh, Canada, and Okada just kept doing baba chops the whole match, and everybody's like, "What? <laughs> what is going on?" And so I posted, like, this is years later. I post something on Twitter about that match, and Akuma, Grand Akuma, replies to me, and he's like, yeah, we ribbed him. We told him that everyone in Barnesville, Pennsylvania, were huge, giant Baba Oh, man. And that the way to get over is by doing Baba Chops. Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> that, tweet, that tweet still gets retweeted every now and then. It's, I think it was from, like, 2014, I want to say. And it still it still gets, like... Uh, uh, brought up every now and then. You ever see the pictures on Twitter? Uh, the photographer Amy puts up, and it's like, uh, giant Bob eating people. Uh, Amy, Amy, oh, I love Amy. Funniest shit. Uh, yeah, she, she's a really good, uh, she's a really good artist. Um, yeah, you should follow her for that specifically. Giant Baba, in <laughs> her, uh, Stan Hansen in the Jaws of Giant Baba. So that brings us full circle to Jenna's pick number six. Yeah. So I I am going to just kind of complete my Northeastern Central Pennsylvania group here, and I'm going to take uh, Danny Rage and J.C. Ryder. Yes. Very nice. The dancing I, one. Listen, I've been a fan for a long time. What can I say? Danny I honestly Rage. thought that if I picked them, I would probably not do them justice. So... All right. This is Pete's last pick before the wild card. Oh, yes. Can't wait for this wild card. This is going to be great. Yes. All right. Let's see here. <clears throat> All right. So I'm trying my best to stay away from the heavy hitters um, because I want to try and focus on, like, the, the main core roster um, and stick with the ridiculousness and the just the contrived booking that was going on at that point. Um, That's so, what? <laughs> at all points, at, a, at any general point, 
contrived yet fun. Um, so I'm trying to stay stay away from the from the the big. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, all right, I. This is Pete's way of saying just deep cuts, no hits. <laughs> Seasides. No, because you you know you listen you you throw in you, you throw in two big hitters against you know the the general you know the core members you're like okay well those guys are going to the finals so I'm trying to keep it a little mm. more unpredictable. That's why I'm staying away. I'm trying to stay away from like Generico and Steen and stuff like that. All right, I'm going to go um, with the team of Milano Collection AT and Milanito Collection AT. <laughs> Love it. Love it. In one breath goes, I'm staying away from heavy hitters. But... Next breath goes, I'm taking Milano Collection AT. Milano Collection AT. Until Team New Era goes out, I don't want to hear anything about the big hitters because uh, Corey Castle deserves a lot of respect. Fuck y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm looking at the list. I agree, Decker. That's Thank a you. point. So that brings us now to the under consideration to once again be called Adam Van Wild card. It's getting it's getting uh some, some more play here. I am I oh, I really hope I really hope that I can pull off a trade. And if not, if not, I'll figure out a way. I Terry I'm Funk not is going on the board. to be stingy with my roster, All right. Jenna. Okay. All right, good. Then, then I'm going to do it. I just want both teams to have fun. I'm the sports guy that doesn't like sports, so as long as we're <laughs> able to have a good time. I think I think that we will. Um, okay, so then what I'm going to do um, is I am going to take uh, uh, one man, um, and I think that you'll see where I'm going with my idea. So art, for just for the for the art, like the sake of the of it is art. You know, I'm hoping that I'll be able to convince you to trade. Um, I'm going to take 2005 Samoa Joe. Oh. Ooh. Oh, that's... That's a lore. That's a lore. It's a heavy hitter. It's a heavy hitter. It's a heavy hitter. Given given my other picks, I think you see where I'm going. Uh, but... I, I will say that 2003 to 2005 era Samoa Joe is what brought me back to wrestling. Early 2000s is when I started to stray away. I lost interest. I wasn't digging it. And then as soon as I saw Matt Turner said, hey, check out this tape. Threw me a tape and showed me Samoa Joe's uh, Ring of Honor debut against Low Key. And I said, what is is, this? This is not the professional (laughs) wrestling that I uh, was aware of. I need more of this. And I needed to consume everything. So I, I... I can on and I've said this before. Samoa Joe brought me back to wrestling, so uh, that's that is that is my wheelhouse. But uh, is it my wheelhouse for this? Yeah. See. No. All right. So my wild card. I'm going to be drafting a team, and they are a team that uh, used to be together in a in a an older promotion. However, uh, at, in 2005, they were in two different promotions. But uh, I'm going to draft them together. If that's okay with everyone. I am going to draft the team of, uh, respectively, from Impact and from uh, House of Hardcore, Chris Candido and Shane Douglas. Whoa! Ooh. Oh, boy. Wow. That is not where I thought you were going at all. No. No. Where would you think I was going? 
Um, uh, Bam Neely. <laughs> um, but I honestly, I thought Jim you were going. I. Ra- I thought you were going Raven, Raven, and Steve Richards trying to get the coveted Joe Sposto vote. Oh, candor. Oh, oh. Yeah, candor. Oh. Opportunity missed. Samoa Joe was announced out of the hat at night one of Tag World Grand Prix, but did not appear. But he's not there. Or he's not here. He He's not here. He was there. Wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> if he was there, how? So why they use him? <clears throat> because they couldn't. <laughs> Oh, because how, so how Joe just have... is like, you know, what? I'm going to detour to Pittston and well, no, chill. We were in Reading. Okay, I'm going to detour to Reading. Like, with what to do someone else who currently appears in All Elite Wrestling who may have trained a couple people who have already been drafted. QT Marshall. Yes. <laughs> so, so QT Marshall and someone with Joe walk into the locker room in Reading. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, like, out. they're like, hey guys. And we're like, why the fuck is QT Marshall here? He's like, hey, I got some apps. We can. I don't know who you are. Who are you? I've never heard of you before. All Elite Wedding? <laughs> I'm here for the future. You don't know, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> I'm going to feud with Hook. He's not born yet, but you'll see. Uh, <laughs> Hook was definitely born. He was definitely born. So, there were two names that were picked as a tag team to wrestle Samoa, or to wrestle B-Boy and, and, and uh, Super Dragon before it became Glenn Spector and Mojuke and Ken, and it was these two guys that were just hanging out in the back. Yeah, QT Joe, right. I can't believe that they actually did Ken the Box. <laughs> so, actually... <laughs> I have to think back and remember, did they, did Sposto pull those two names out when they did the They're Not Here? I don't remember. It's hard, it was, it's, it was harder having, like, being there and not watching it on video. It, things happen more. But you can go to independentwrestling.tv and use the code word DRAFT to get signed up to let Jerry know that you found out about IWTV from our show, and you It'll can watch... you nothing. <laughs> but you can watch all of Tag World Grand Prix 2005 and uh-huh. see if the names CM Punk and Samoa Joe were drawn from the hat. Because I honestly don't remember, but they were definitely backstage. <laughs> Tremendous. CM um, Punk smell like cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Smelled like mommy's kisses. Jenna, please continue. Oh my god. What kind of <laughs> podcast is this? Wow, wow. Okay. I am going to I'm kinda surprised, I'm gonna be honest, that there haven't been more like of the top end of the card Chakara staples picked yet. And I think, you know, Pete, you kinda said it's like avoiding heavy hitters, but I think it's time. I'm going to take the team that would eventually win Tag World Grand Prix and take Eric Cannon and Claudio Castagnoli. It's a solid pick. Since I already have eight teams, I was going to go for uh, at least Eric Cannon. Uh, so good, good pick. Uh, Eric Cannon was was uh, was always a really cool dude, and uh, he he was a great inspiration to dudes who who uh, were shaped like me. 
mm-hmm. and showed that that he can like uh, you maneuver in the ring uh, uh, and kind of do things that you didn't expect him to do. So he, I, I'm sure he inspired a lot of people who weren't in the best of shape to go. That you know what? That sounds terrible because <laughs> that sounds like me saying inspired all the fatties. You know what? I, you know what I mean. He did things that 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 the the general uh, uh, consensus would say he's not supposed to be able to do that, and he was awesome, and he made me believe that it was possible to do that sort of thing. So Eric Cannon's uh, pretty awesome. Good pick. Um, Eric Cannon. If it weren't for Eric Cannon, one, we never would have convinced half of Northeast PA in Burnsville that Jerry had a concussion when he didn't. And yeah, two, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. And, and two, I would not have body slammed Mikey. At uh, IWTV oh, Family Reunion, reunion. <laughs> because that was Cannon's idea. He's like, "Hey, Durline, you're doing the body slam," and I'm like, "Okay, beautiful, sure, whatever you like." But God but Cannon is a top dude. He's one of my favorite people that I've met in wrestling. And I say I say that about a lot of people, but Cannon, he's kind of like we are, like our core group of friends. I just want with know. like the musical interest and the wrestling interest, like. He 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 fits in with like that. He would fit in with that group of people. Just uh, just be curious. Okay, so Eric Cannon, Jeff Cannonball, not related. Well, one's last name is Cannon, and one's last name is Cannonball. Well, father son. In, right? in Europe, they used to just make names a little different. Matt, maybe they I, both came from one of those Eastern Black countries. I will say, I'm wearing my Jeff Cannonball T-shirt today, which I thought was appropriate given. The stories that he's told about his time in Chikara. Hey, who was Jeff Cannonball in Chikara? <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> it was late Chikara. It was like... Was he Silverhawk? <laughs> no, he was like some some kind of troll. I don't remember. I swear. <laughs> I, I, awesome. He, he awesome. told the story, I want to say, on Todd Van Dam. Um, <laughs> who am I? I am the troll. <laughs> So one time I was talking to Jeff Cannonball and he had posted something online of him wearing a Cold World t-shirt and I found video of Dan Mills from Cold World at Cafe Metropolis. <laughs> Doing it when he was wrestling? Yes. And Jeff's like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very hardcore. I, I have, I'm blown away by the reach. It's pretty awesome. It is. Pete, what do you got? So real quick, uh, just to reiterate, I'm fairly certain they're uh, they're unrelated, Decker. Uh, but I will say my favorite Eric Cannon story is when uh, uh, I went to a karaoke bar in downtown Montreal at uh, like one in the morning with Eric Cannon, um, Jolly Roger, and Sexy Eddie. And we all got kicked out at about 2.30 when Sexy Eddie could not keep his pants on, <laughs> could not keep his clothes on. No. And... And that's where I developed a love for LMFAO and their various songs that were playing throughout the night. And um, we were all just we 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 figured it, we we kind of got the vibe that nobody wanted us there, so we all uh, were like um, simulating fellatio on each other on the dance floor and whatnot. And uh, I remember a dude asked me, you know, they he, they figured out that we were re- that we were wrestlers. Uh, and they thought we were all from from the the states. And he goes, "Hey, are all uh, are all American wrestlers gay?" And, uh, I, and, and with, with my wife right next to me, I said, only when the girls are this ugly. And um, that is shortly, shortly after is when, uh, is when we got the boot 
Um, but that's my favorite story of all time in all of my time, in my brief time in wrestling. That's my favorite memory ever. Getting kicked out of a karaoke bar at two thirty in the morning, spilling out onto the onto the streets of downtown Montreal, and it was like it was nine o'clock in any other regular city. There were people everywhere. It was like we were right in the the, the sweet spot of, of the night popping off. Um, and then we went looking for a, a flashlight party and could not find it, so we went home slightly disappointed. Um, but it was a great night. Okay, so it's my wife pick. Your wife that. is a, your wife is a saint. I just need to throw that out there. Listen, I know we you were know at, this. We were we were at a bar after the show, after the ISW show, and we were we were drinking Canadian Budweiser, and it was awful. And uh, we were watching whatever WWE, WWE pay per view was on at that time. And Eric Cannon goes, "Let's go to a karaoke bar." And it's like midnight at this point, and I'm exhausted. And I'm like, I'm talking to to, to my wife, and I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. She looks at me, and she goes, "When Eric Cannon asks you to go to a karaoke bar in Montreal, you go to a fucking karaoke bar in Montreal." And I said, yep, you're right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> she is, she, who's she is clearly the all-star of this team. Who actually did karaoke. What's that? Who actually did karaoke? We all did. Everybody. Oh, Everybody. what'd you do? Uh, I did uh, I did Less Than Jake, History of a Boring Town, which actually popped Eric Cannon. He saw okay. the screen, and he said, who's doing this one? And I said, I am, and I marched past him and got up there, and he came up and saved me <laughs> on the, the microphone. The strut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, an excellent, excellent night. I'll, I'll always uh, cherish that night of uh, of professional wrestling ridiculousness. All right, so at this point, I have all eight teams. So now I'm kind of looking to um, maybe have like a, a tag team gauntlet for the second night and maybe pick and choose from what I'm about to pick uh, versus uh, what I already have. So I'm going to go with uh, the team of Ring Crew Express, Dona Marcos. All right. That match was a dodgeball match. I know this because I had to figure out how to referee dodgeball on the fly. I was going to say, Matt, I think you... How the fuck do you not know how to dodgeball? You catch the ball, you're right, you hit, you're out. I I, I... I even knew we were doing it, too. Uh, you caught it. Uh, you hit him. Uh, let's just... And this is why this is my Vietnam flashback, because I was awful. Ah! <laughs> it just starts like the opening of Apocalypse Now for Matt. <laughs> like just he's just throwing i i went back like i remember we always had a good time going to these shows like don't get me wrong but i look back and it was the same thing every single month <laughs> <laughs> like and and again i don't regret any minute of it like not a minute of it i we it was you know we were always there was always a group of friends and we always had a good time and but Every month it was this. It was like, you know, two to three members of the of the faces and two to three members of the heels at the top, and then it was just like them trading wins. And I was just like, I, I don't remember it being this repetitive. Oh, it was. <laughs> it, it definitely was. Like, how many ways can we have Quack and two top faces take on Hero and two top heels? Yeah. It, it was building fun. a foundation, so this way they could layer. Their stories later on. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. Because it all it all mattered though. All of it mattered when when I don't remember the name of the thing. You know what I'm talking about. The Supernetico? I was gonna say that was excellent English that was just spoke. <laughs> um no, the what was it? The eye the eye of something? The oh the eye, eye of tear? Yeah. Yeah. Everything mattered. There was something in all those shows that somehow mattered. That's what he said. 
Of course he did. He, he wanted you to buy more tickets. So Chicago really was just dinner theater. Like, like, mm-hmm. yeah, theater. <laughs> not belittling him, but listen, I became a better referee because I worked for Chikara. Well, I mean, the, the, I mean, the, the talent on there. I mean, how could you not? Like that, that kind of talent, I'd be terrified to wrestle. Like, like, give me the Team New Era, please. <laughs> I, I don't want Milano AT. I don't want his match. You can um, take Skyda. I'll, I'll hang out with Darkest Crabtree. I will always remember at Break the Barrier when Jerry assigned me the Skyda match. I'm like, what are you doing to me here? Like, are you, like, testing me? <laughs> and Jerry's like, you'll be fine. And I was fine. And, like, yeah, I, like it was just muscle memory. But, like, yeah, like, looking back, it made me a better ref because – I, this is going to sound terrible. I made all my mistakes there. Mm. It's just on like a really, really big stage. <laughs> and, um, but I learned a lot and got to work with some really insanely talented people. But I was the shits and I should not have been there. Anyway, I believe it is. It's my turn. Yeah. I keep marking things off as Jenna's when they're Pete's. Okay, I I have I'm, I'm again I'm putting all my eggs into one basket, um, but I think I know how I'm going to do it. So my next pick is going to be a team very near and dear to my heart. Um, I'm going to take Men at Work, Mister Zero nice. and Shane Storm. Forever oh. a Mister Zero fan, and Shane Storm is obviously the best. Like. His his win that year of, of Young Lions Cup is, like, that whole show is just incredible. Top oh, five live match. That's a top five live match for me. Would you also say the Pittston Street fight before that's in there as well? That's that's up there. I mm. will, you know, you don't forget, you know, Cheech rope or doing the tightrope walk up on the balcony at the staircase. Yeah, that was one of the oh, wildest scary. things I've ever been a part of. Yeah. It holds was up. The, it really does. Was that the same match that Cloudy almost, I'm uh, sorry, uh, uh, Franco almost split Cloudy's head open with a shoot uh, headbutt? Yeah. They went for it. <laughs> they went for it in that match. Somebody got thrown down the stairs. Franco did bust himself open hard way. And then Andrews and Hagedorn came out and beat everybody up. Still on the board, by the way. Yeah. Well, they probably will be. As is yeah. both Lance Steele's still on the board. <laughs> That's right. I, I it, Pete, are you you're booking you're booking like a weirdo like like tag gauntlet you said too for for a part of this? Likely, yeah. Right. Comprised of the losers and then a few other tag teams that I'm getting kicked. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna commit I'm gonna commit to that too because I yeah. Just Yeah, that'll eat that, up a good portion of the roster. Yeah, because eight like eight an eight match tournament is not is not that much. Right. So, all right, cool. I'm on board. All right, so Pete, you're up. All right, so um, where I had one in mind, and now it's gone out of my head. Um, oh, were you thinking of Ricky Reyes and Josh Abercrombie? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with the team of. Where are they? Oh, Daisy Hayes and Sumi Sakai. Yeah, Sumi Sakai. All right. She owes Matt Hack 20 bucks. <laughs> I would not hold my breath on that. 
Sumi was always very nice to me. I should not say that, but I'm going to hold my breath. <laughs> well, no, because it's somebody in wrestling, Matt. Like, that's yeah. why. Like, let's be honest here. We've all been around long enough to know. Who you got, Jenna? All right, so... Damn, Jakar's fucking dead. Like, think about that. Yeah. <laughs> think about that. CZW lives and breathes. Jakar's dead as a fucking... As a floor I'm sitting on top of. It is kind of crazy. I never... It's one of those things that I thought would just kind of be around forever. Um, Imagine no DJ Hyde are. being less problematic than Quack. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, that, that's that pretty far. incredible. That's pretty incredible. No. Like, I mean, there's there's always the, I mean, I don't know. That's a pretty 1A and 1B situation there. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Remember, DJ Hyde will tell you, you can't throw a punch in wrestling and then win with a punch. Um, <laughs> the man that works at a pencil factory. <laughs> I'm still not positive that story's true or not, but me and AJ like to believe this. No, it's legit. Um, alright, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go next. Uh. <laughs> you oh. should, it's your turn. <laughs> no, I know, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. You know that. Um, I can't decide if I want to take him alone or take him in the team. I, Listen, I think. No matter how you take DJ Skittles, it's gonna work out for you. You know what's funny? That's, that's, I'm 50 50 right now. <laughs> and that's one of the team. Um. <laughs> Because again, we're we're booking you know we're booking the goofy match too. Like like I'm booking a lot of goofy matches just to be clear. But then there's like the match that's always goofy because there's like 92 tag teams in it, and it's you know 8:30 on a Sunday on your third day of shows. <laughs> Flashbacks. Um, okay, that was I'm never an issue. I all right. So I'm gonna take a team from. No, I'm just gonna take. Yeah, screw it. I'm gonna just take Eddie Kingston. Right. I'll figure something out because he's Eddie Kingston. Um, you don't want to take uh, uh, Mickey Knuckles with him? I thought about it, um, but I'm again. I'm I'm. I am no. seeing something develop no. here okay. that I am interested in. If it happens, I have two plans. That I, go ahead. All right, I am going to go with. Uh, I actually wrote them down and then completely forgotten about them two uh, two rounds ago. So I'm going to circle back and. I'm going to draft the team of Andrew, which would be Andy Sumner and Drew Gulak. Oh my god! It, it's Chikara is deep at that time. Like even yeah, Chikara's deep in 2005. Yeah, Chikara's deep. Chikara's deep until 2012, at least. Then they kind of became their own. Just like it, it became very insular. Which is, you know, it's not, not a bad thing. Yeah. But, like, th- that one year, there was a, a match that was, like, one of the Young Bucks versus El Generico versus Kota Ibushi. Whoa. Like, like what? It was it was one of the Jacksons, Kota Ibushi, El Generico, and... Or, no, 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 no. The, uh, Player Dose is in there somewhere, wasn't it? I, I was going to say, there's, there's even a fourth guy, and I think that's who it was. That's nuts. Yeah. That is ludicrous. And that was just Saturday. Right. <laughs> okay. So I I am going to take, with my next pick, uh, Discount Tiger and Retail Dragon. Beautiful. 
Very nice. Excellent. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with the three-man team of the Dark Breed, Blind Rage, Hollow Wicked, and Ultramantis Black. Also very good. That was, uh, yeah, I, I really thought about taking them. They were awesome. I was wondering when Ultramantis Black was going to go off the board. I was yeah. Like, it's just a matter of time. All right. Let me do a little bit of math here real quick. One, two... Speaking of Ultramantis Black, uh, throw the plug out here that May 6th at the Weyerbacher Brewery in Eastern Pennsylvania, LVAC is running the show whose name I forget, uh, Bachelor the Brewery, and it is the final match of Avery Good, professional wrestler, taking on Abby uh-huh. Jane. Lots of good stuff going on at that show. Willow Nightingale against Tracy Williams is on that show. That's going to be That's going to be great. Yeah, I've been enjoying all Jenner. their uh, their announcements and Hydra being on there too as well is pretty cool. Yes, yes. Oh, Hydra! I always Hydra's still on the board. And I tell the story all the time. Christian Cage at Big Wheel, watching Hydra <laughs> apply his muscles the way he did, and saying <laughs> to him, and I quote, "I've been doing this wrong all these years." <laughs> yeah, that rules. Um, all right, I think I'm coming up to the end on on mine. Uh, so I'm going to take – it's funny. I feel like we drafted this in reverse where we're taking all the heavy – like these like actual yeah. heavy hitters at the very end. Like we got all our goops in, and now we're like, oh, crap. There's got to be yep. actual wrestling. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm going to take uh, the team of uh, Kevin Steen and El Generico. Nice. Excellent choice. Yeah. Again, it's crazy. I'm pretty close to the end as well, but I am going to do one, maybe two more. I'm going to go with Team Osaka Pro, Billy Ken Kid and Ebison. I got I got a picture with Ebison, not this weekend. He came back in 2006 for something, or maybe it was later even. And I got a picture with him, and he he wears that mask with like the face that's so it's like kind of big. And I'll never forget. He, you could see him smiling underneath the mask. Like you could just see his teeth poking through the mask. I just always thought that was really cute. And I also that that same picture. Uh, I am being kissed by, if you'll remember, American Balloon. I was, I believe, I was there as well. I got a picture with American Balloon as well as uh, uh, Dan Shuko Dino. Or I'm sorry, that was that picture is with Dino and American Balloon. That the Ebison picture must have been that year. Yeah, I definitely got kissed by Dino as well. I need to look up said American balloon. Yes, you do. Oh, my goodness. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, Decker discovers American balloon. Pete, yeah. who else are you? Oh, oh you just did uh, Billy Hank Kid and Nevison, right? Yeah. So that brings it back to Jenna, I believe. Okay. Um, I think this might be... Oh, <laughs> um, I am going to take another single... And I, I can't believe I forgot to do this earlier. I kind of almost, like, double-screwed myself. Uh, I'm going to take everyone's favorite chipmunk, CP Monk. Uh, does American Balloon have um, bookies? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> I want to make sure that I was seeing what I was seeing correctly. Yes. Is that the, the only real thing that's have. interesting about the wrestler? He was He was actually pretty good. He did a uh, a corkscrew senton from the top rope, uh, which and was he had a really pretty moonsault. Yeah, and it was very interesting to watch him fly because all of his his very many appendages would you know be that's uh, a lost out. skin. 
Yes. All right. So I am going to, I just had an idea. I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to, uh, choose Evan Starsmore. Okay. Who is the, the lesser uh, known fifth member of right. the CM Punk class. And then there was only the other guy who only, only because, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. As I said, then there's the other guy who only ever wrestled that one time when Turner uh, wrestled Logan DeVito, <laughs> and right. he was never seen again. Uh, but Starsmore didn't. didn't uh, he went to Florida and then got injured and was never able to wrestle again after that. He broke his neck, right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, who who's the dude in the Sandlot that got really into the sixties and nobody ever saw him again? What's his name? Oh, he's back. What? But in Pog form. But in. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> no, the guy, there was that, that one guy from uh, the Mighty Ducks. No, they, they said it. They're like, Melbourne got really into the 60s, and no one ever saw him again. Yeah, and the wrap-up mm-hmm. at the end? I yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's when, uh, that's when, um, what's his, what's his nuts became uh, the Grey Hambino. Hmm. You know, Port, Porter, I think is it? No. <laughs> God. That's my, that's my dog. <laughs> All I'm thinking about is, uh, Nope. <laughs> but you named your dog after Cadillac Stinks? Hold on a second. <laughs> yes. He said Porter. My dog is Porter. Not this dog, my other dog. For the record, when I hear Pog, I think of our the, the best WrestleMania guest host of all time, Steve, Steve Allen. <laughs> Final wrestling place to be damned. Yeah, still mad at that. Jenna, do you have anyone else to pick up here? Yes. So I am going to... Again, I'm mathing. One, two, three, four, five. I think that I am done. All right. I think anybody else that I that I draft would just be filler for the tag gauntlet. So I'm just going to call it now. All right. So we are going to go to trades. Uh, I I will I will make a request. <laughs> now now let me tell you that at first. I, I told you that I was just going to we're I, I, we're cool, you know, but I suddenly got an idea for Turner I, and Franco. I think I think that we're we're going to be at an impasse here because that's who I'm looking for. Come on, and I had a feeling channel, as, channel as, as, we, Roseman. as we kept as we kept rolling, right? As we kept rolling, I was like, oh man, like those picks. I have I kind of see like I kind of see an idea. Like you said, there's an idea for me. I'm like, oh, I see it. Like, I don't know what it is to be clear, but I see it. Damn. So you looking for a Turner and Franco then? Yes, I am. There is one said Samoan that is out there. That's that's part of it though. Yeah, but I have nothing. I I have no ideas for him though. And that I'm saying, like I I would not be parting with him. Like I that would not. It wouldn't make sense. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. All right. So my so here's my here's my request because I because before I before I closed it out, I wasn't thinking about this. I think I would be able to, to part with with Turner and Franco if I can if I can go back and get uh, Andrew what's what's his name Andrews and and, and Hagedorn. Yeah, there's the uh, there's the yeah, they're unrestricted free agents. You can pick them up during the break. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Who would you like to pass my way with the with uh, with Turner and Franco then? I could give you Cannon and Claudio. Whoa! Whoa! Goddamn! I mean that I, you don't. I mean, listen. That's like offer me a hundred grand when I when I take twenty bucks into envelopes. I mean, listen. Maybe maybe it is to you. 
Okay, maybe it is tea, but right now, to me, like I understand, I, I, I like, I do know how to negotiate, right? But sometimes you come in with an all cash offer. Whoa! <laughs> right, and that's just gonna be, you know, anyone else to at that's at the table. So Jenna's literally asking to launder money right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. So, Coming in with an all-cash offer? That's some Wolf of Wall Street shit right there. Never hurt. No, I don't know what you're talking about. That Those, <laughs> those words mean nothing to me. All right. I accept your deal for Turner Franco in exchange for Cannon and Claudio. Wow. Monster trade. Monster. All right. All right. I feel good about this. I feel good about this. I really do. Thank, thank Just want to have fun. Just want to enjoy ourselves. You know? I, I'm going to be honest. I think you will. Um, in my day, like, like really and truly. All right, let's do it then. All right, I think we're, I think we're, I think, we're, I think it's finished, Matt. All right, so I was, I was actually just texting Turner to tell him, but before I do that, we are going to do. You are not getting booked, and wow. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> so there's one team. This. There's one team that it is absolutely incredible that not, and I almost took them just as my last pick. And they are at the top there's of the a, list being a bunch. Manakuma and Icarus. Yeah. Yep. yeah, couldn't believe it. <clears throat> also not booked, John Cabby. <laughs> oh, not booked, the Monopolynesian Warrior. Uh-huh. Johnny Roger uh, and Lance Steele. And Lance Steele. Lucky, <laughs> I apologize. Uh, Sherman Doe. not getting booked. Jervis Ma- Cottonbelly. Very sorry. Allison Danger. Jigsaw? Jigsaw to get taken. Yeah. Wait, why did I have... Hold on. Dude, I didn't have Jigsaw on my list. Oh, yes, I did. There it is. Okay, never mind. Uh, Danny (laughs) Daniels, Jimmy Jacobs, not booked. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Denmark, Matt Bomboy, definitely not booked. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shun, the Kabuki Kid. Uh, Glenn Spector, Majukin Ken, The Bear... Um, and perhaps the, shocking, the, the most shocking, uh, Vries Castellin. <laughs> uh, the North Star Express, Darren Corbin, not Baron Corbin, Darren Corbin, Ryan Cruz. Uh, the Deej was not booked, nor was John Dahmer, Niles Young, or Corey Castle. Somehow DJ Skittles and Private Eye were not booked. <laughs> Alair Little Feather, The Punisher, The Prophet. Sheba Zion! Um, Skyda, Chris Hero, Mickey Knuckles, All Money is Legal. I Kate knew Pusher. it was All Money is Legal. I was like, Kate Murder, Kate Pusher, that's on mill, isn't it? But I don't want to sound like a douche. Uh, Cheech and Cloudy, Delirious, Football Referee, Chandler McClure. I don't remember. <laughs> Kanjiro Matsuyama, Shun the I don't remember. Kid. Nebula was a name that I did not remember. Is that wasn't a member of the Guardians of the Galaxy's Nebula. Different Nebula. Yes. Different. Yeah, different. Um, Very different. Cindy Rogers, who I definitely don't remember. Kudo. Um, yeah, Kudo not getting booked is a big one. Uh, Ricky Reyes, Josh Abercrombie, who was huge in 2005. Yeah, um, we dropped a lot of balls here. Kudo. Uh, significantly less dropped, CJ O'Doyle. Huh. Uh, Adam Knight, Chichiro Arai, Hydra, Dragon Dragon, and 
fat guy doing the lover gimmick, Casanova. Did we say delirious? We did. So now we're going to yeah. take a break. The group will put their card together, and we'll be right back here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio. If you're looking for a podcasting channel with lots of shows in one spot, look no further than CKCC Radio. I'm Chris O'Mealy, the commissioner of CKCC Radio, and I'd like to tell you about some of the great shows you can listen to when you subscribe to our channel. You can check out The Nerd Table with myself and my co-hosts Eric and Dan as we review all kinds of nerdy topics on a weekly basis. You can also check out two shows by Jeff Trelowitz, the Ranking Tracks podcast and the Real Paranormal Talk podcast, where Jeff ranks songs on the album that he reviews and also talks about his real-life paranormal investigations while talking about famous stories as well. You can check out the Race Nerd podcast with Matt Hardman as he reviews all of the racing events of the past week. Check out Jay Bunny's Music Hub, where Jason Chin interviews various artists throughout the music industry and plays samples of their songs with their permission. Check out The A-Show and By The Numbers. Matt Derline, professional wrestling referee, hosts By The Numbers as he interviews wrestlers in matches that he himself has personally been the referee for. And on The A-Show, him and Chris Decker team up to draft rosters with special guests from various years in wrestling promotions. There's also the Board to Death binge cast where the Board to Death clan reviews easy-to-digestible chunks of television shows and movies for your enjoyment. There's also tons of other great shows, but there's too many to talk about here. So you'll just have to check out CKCC Radio at ckcradio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. Weekly episodes for the entire baseball family where we talk all baseball all the time. Available on all your favorite podcast apps and on YouTube. Come join our baseball family where we do baseball together. The Nonther Sports Podcast is the home of sports talk for everyone. Every other week you can catch David and Jason as they talk about all things sports. From current events to classic moments and everything in between. You can find the Nonlinear Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and more. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. That makes one of us. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. That was mean. I'm sorry. Brutal. And we are going to let you, the listener, wonder what was so mean off air. (laughs) As we return here on the A-Show on CKCC Radio for the final card presentations of the regular season of spring 2022. Jenna and Pete, redone Tag World Grand Prix 2005 presented by Chikara Pro Wrestling. And Jenna will present first. Oh, God. All right. Thank you. Um, So I... I'll, I'll be relatively brief. I'm not going to give you like lots of big, lots and lots of big stuff. Um, but I, you know, I think the 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 uh, I think the stories will will make up for it. So um, first match, first of all, the show both nights is coming to you from the American Legion in Hellertown, Pennsylvania. The greatest. I'm sorry to the staircase. I'm sorry to the arena. That is the greatest Chikara venue that they ever had. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off with the owner, 
He's booking himself first. First one out the door on the big weekend. Tag team of Mike Quackenbush and Reckless Youth, who is actually in the building. No way. Is actually in the building. He's not very happy about it. I, I, maybe, I guess he got a babysitter. I don't know. Now I'm invested. Going up against the team of Equinox and Angel Del Fuego. Equinox comes out. Nobody next to him. <laughs> nobody next to him. And they're like, well, what are we going to do about this? And Mike Quackenbush very sternly says, Stern. we're still going to have the match. And the bell rings. So you ultimately have a two-on-one match, Quackenbush and Reckless Youth versus Equinox and Angel Del Fuego. That's amazing. On. That Angel Del Fuego did not show up because he was certainly not known for this in 2000. No, never. This has never happened before. I'm going out on a limb here. All right. So I'm, I'm going to suspect that you folk are lying. Young boy, young boy Equinox is at an obvious disadvantage here, but he uses a miscue. He uses a miscue between Quackenbush and Reckless Youth to roll up Quackenbush and get the win. Wonderful. So, your first match, Equinox, by himself, over Mike Quackenbush and Reckless Youth. <laughs> really silly. This is really silly, guys. All right. Next. I, I booked what, I, what, you, what sounds on paper like a banger, all right? Mr. Zero and Shane Storm, Men at Work, versus Eddie Kingston and C.P. Monk. So, this match... Eddie Kingston starts out. They're going back and forth. They're going back and forth. Every time, every single time Eddie Kingston gets close to tagging in CP Monk, something happens. You know, he's, he, he's been pulled down off the apron. Uh, you know, it's just the hot tag never gets there. Winning the match with that Japanese move, Shane Storm getting the victory over Eddie Kingston. CP Monk never sees the inside of the rim. God. Are you sure this isn't the show I actually worked in 2005? <laughs> Again, we had this discussion. Maybe it was off air. But we were all there. All right. We were all there. We saw it with our own two eyes. So up next, this night one is a quickie. You know, it's not, it wasn't like Chikara back in the day, you know, to have, like, a super long show on Friday, right? That might get you burned out by the end of the weekend. They're always very quick. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so up next is a three-way tag. Next is a three-way tag team match. This is our break in the first round. Okay. And it's, it's pretty simple. It's Danny Rage and JC Ryder versus Darkness Crabtree and Dr. Chung versus Discount Tiger and Retail Dragon. Any tournament ramifications in this match? There are no tournament, tournament ramifications, but this is completely non-tournament. This is okay. this is just this is your goof this is your goof match basically. This is your match where you know everyone in this match is kind of you know the way that their gimmicks are they're kind of fun, right? So this is straight up comedy has nothing to do with the rem- the rest of the card and getting the win. Danny Rage and J.C. Ryder, Darkness Crabtree taking the pin to Danny by uh, um, from Danny Rage. All right now. Up next is the second-to-last match of the night and is the work-rate match. B-Boy and Super Dragon versus Kevin Steen and El Generico. That sounds like an awesome match. 
that does sound like an awesome match, and it is an awesome match that I'm not even going to try to describe because, like, honestly, you'll know what that would be like. But B-Boy and Super Dragon get the win and move on. And in your final match of the evening, the final match of the first round, your main event, Madman Pondo and Necro Butcher versus Matt Turner and Anthony Franco. And this match happens exactly as it did in 2005. Oh, oh, okay. This match happens exactly as it did. Everything. Everything in this match is what happened in 2005. And that is your main event, which also means that Pondo and Necro, they move on to the next round. Does Franco still come downstairs and ask where he is? (laughs) Uh, Probably, yes. I'm going to assume if that's what he did in 2005... That is what happened on this evening. Okay. So we're so saying your, pretty true to form. True to form. Everything, everything, like, like, you could see, like, all of, all of everybody that you know in the crowd, we're all there. It, it's just, it happens exactly the way it did in 2005. It's and just in Hellertown instead of Emmaus. It's just in Hellertown instead of Emmaus. I have a, I have a soft spot for Hellertown. Oh, I um, love that building. So that, both nights are happening in Hellertown, to be clear. Um, and I'd like to think, I know we didn't talk about this, uh, but I, and even for both of us, I think I'd like to think that it's Carolina Jim on the microphone because, like, let's be honest, that dude was the greatest. Still is. Do we have context on the Hellertown building? What famous car clip would I know that building from? <laughs> it would be very different than the one that I'm thinking of. I bet you. <laughs> uh, Hellertown was a year after this had happened. It was CP Monk and um, Colt Cabunny versus Matt Turner and Anthony okay. Franco. And Cole Cabunny ended up being Joker, and then C.P. Monk ended up being the Necro Butcher. Yeah, okay. I forgot about that! Oh, yeah. my God, that's awesome! Yeah. Wait, wait, I can't I'll believe never... Pete is even discussing that. <laughs> Listen, you got to face your demons to exercise them, you know? It's, uh... Unreal. I completely forgot about that. The we other thing that you know... The other show that you might, or the other clip that you might know from that is the most disgusting headbutt in the history of the world from a King of Trios. Miyawaki and Sal Tomaselli give, they throw a shoot headbutt that, oh, it's disgusting. I could still hear the, yeah, Matt, I could still hear it. <laughs> it's gross. All right, so moving on, second night. This is all the marbles, right? So we're leading off, leading off quick. And we've got Equinox, and again, for some reason, still, and Angel Del Fuego, even though he no-showed the night before, versus Mr. Zero and Chainstorm. That's your second round matchup. Again, Equinox at a huge disadvantage here, but this time, he cannot pull it off. Mr. Zero and Chainstorm advance when Mr. Zero hits the last shaven unicorn drop and gets the win, which means that your last match in the second round is Madman Pondo and Necro Butcher versus B-Boy and Super Dragon. Oh, man. Shit. And I booked that specifically because I would like to think of Necro Butcher and Super Dragon doing a bar fight spot in Chikara. It's glorious. So, heavy hitting match as it's going to be, back, you know, back and forth the whole way. Pondo and Necro, they get the win. They're moving on to the finals to face Mr. Zero and Chains. Wow, I did mess this up all sorts of ways. So, next, we've got two losers from the first night, two losing teams. 
El Generico and Kevin Steen versus Eddie Kingston and CP Monk. Again, CP Monk is there every time. Every time Eddie Kingston goes to make the tag, there's there's something. You know, at, at the Kevin Steen stops him, El Generico stops him, CP Monk has been pulled off the apron, and again, Steen and Generico get the win over Eddie Kingston. CP Monk never stepping foot in the ring. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I can feel it. You know where one thing is gone, but you don't know where the other thing is gone, and the other thing is even dumber. That's the thing I'm laughing at. <laughs> so again, we're, this is a short. This is a short card, right? This is a short card. There's Chikara was not one to go a lot longer than you know you would expect. So next you got Turner and Franco versus Discount Dra- Discount Tiger and Retail Dragon. They put together a great little indie match. Turner and Franco get the win. You know, one of those solid kind of mid-card, second-night Chikara show matches. <laughs> this is really dumb. Um, Second-to-last match of the night. Again, these are short cards. I didn't, I didn't take as many, probably, as I should have. You've got Mike Quackenbush and Reckless Youth teaming up against Darkness Crabtree and Dr. Chung. Oh. So Krakenbush and Reckless Youth come out first. Reckless Youth is not there. Krakenbush <laughs> comes out and he's like, just dege- like you could tell he's dejected. He's like, I, my my best friend didn't show up. And not only that, yeah, I have a confession. Knows. I have a confession to make. Mike Quackenbush stands in the middle of the ring and breaks kayfabe and says, I am also Darkness Crabtree. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, press conference. <laughs> Is this true or not? And the crowd collectively goes, 100%. What? <laughs> Dr. Chun still comes out, and they have a one-on-one match that Quackenbush wins, because of course, but... The main takeaway from this is in my version of Chikara in 2005, Mike Quackenbush breaks kayfabe, admitting darkness crabtree. <laughs> All right. And the away we go. Crabtree was like really bad. It, no, it was the, it was like part of it where he was like an old man and he was slow until he took his pills and then. Oh, right, 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 right. This is actually a fun get. Like, don't get me wrong. It was a fun gimmick. It was just I felt like doing what I just did. <laughs> and killing the gimmick. Saying goodbye. Uh huh. Yes. Well, because we're gonna kill it even more. So your oh main event, <laughs> your main event of the evening, and everybody's looking at their watches. They're like, "What? Like this is this show is not very long. Like what? What is going on? Your main event is Madman Pondo and Necro Butcher versus Mister Zero and Chainstorm." Which, let's be honest, I would have loved to have seen that match back in the day. They work a harder core style. So it's, you know, there's plunder. We're not talking, like, normal Necro Butcher stuff, but, like, tables and chairs and, like, the stop sign gets involved and all of that. But ultimately, Mr. Zero and Chainstorm cannot overcome the power of Pondo and Necro. And winning 2005 Tag World Grand Prix, Madman Pondo and Necro Butcher. But wait. 
<laughs> but wait. All of a sudden, the lights go out. Oh, no. Satnam Singh comes out. They come back on, <laughs> standing in the middle of... No. Oh, you ruined it! <laughs> the lights come back on, and standing in the middle of the ring is C.P. Monk. And he's standing there, and he's standing there, and he reaches up and he takes his head off, and it's Samoa Joe. Yeah! And he says, you know, I was only supposed to be here to do this, but I really didn't like, Necro, what you did to my boys. And they proceed to have the 2005 Necro Butcher and Samoa Joe match <laughs> in its entirety in Hellertown in Chikara in 2005. So wait, where did they get the, the steel barricades? Did they bring them out from the back? Were they buried underneath the ring? They, they did, just, did they go across the street? Very, there, there was construction that day, and they had to cordon off the, uh, the street outside of Hellertown, outside of the venue. And, you know, somebody said, I think this is a good idea to bring. I'll, I'll go get that for these guys. They look like they might want it. Yeah. Beautiful. And so that's why, that's, you know, so there was an extra match there. Everybody was kind of like, what, you know, I didn't feel like I got enough. But then they got enough because I got the greatest match, in my opinion, of all time. They got to see it that night. The greatest spectacle in wrestling history. The greatest spectacle well in wrestling history. Thank you. Well done. Thank you for the trade. I know I paid a steep price. It did change up my my ultimate like my other plans for a bit, but I got in the two things I wanted to get in. So I'm gonna completely squander the team that you gave me for that too. It's, just, no! it's gonna be absolutely nothing. Wait, the the two <laughs> things that you desperately wanted to have quack themselves as Doctor Crabtree in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I wanted that, and the to recreate Samoa Joe versus Necro Butcher 2005 in Hellertown in Chikara. Beautiful. The Legion would have loved that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Necro leaving a, a slap of skin somewhere. You could you could do anything you wanted your, when you're you know doing your last show at Hellertown. You know, it's, it's <laughs> whether you know it or not. <laughs> so Pete, how do you count yes. that? Okay. All right, so it is uh, 2005. It is um, July. They changed the date because uh, for someone told them that, uh, hey, we might get snow during the winter, so we're going to change it to sunny July, which I have no problem with. And uh, it, was a, it, it was a question of whether or not it was going to be in Pittston or Hellertown. However, Pittston does not have uh, the benefit of having beer muscles down the road, the spectacular bar uh, that had really good food and uh, and drink and a really great uh, jukebox. So it's at Ellertown both nights, two night tournament, and uh, everyone gathers into the uh, into the hall and, and sets up, and we are treated with um, the show begins with Sweet and Sour International, all five members coming down to the ring to uh, address the crowd, and of course, microphone in hand, the Golden Palomino, uh, the best sell for pastel. Uh, the greatest showman of all time, Larry Sweeney, microphone in hand, uh, gets up there, uh, welcomes the crowd to Hellertown. Uh, and by the way, it turns out that they needed an extra 10 minutes because someone wasn't showing up. So, uh, it, so Sweeney just, just talked trash on the crowd for, for a good 10 to 12 minutes. Um, Wonderful. riled everybody up, got everybody ready. And it's time for the very first match, uh, which just so happens, uh, to involve Mono Metallico and Sharecropper. And uh, Larry Sweeney says that he didn't even look at the card 
Uh, he doesn't need to know because he knows that his team is going to go all the way. Uh, he's got two teams in the tournament, and both teams are going to are going to face each other in the final, and they're going to sharpen their blades on each other. And so Monometallico and Sharecropper are waiting in the ring, and the music starts, and here come Eric Cannon and Claudio Castagnoli. And no one in Sweet Insider International are happy to see uh, the team of Cannon and Castagnoli. Uh, this is a fun match. Uh, because let's face it, uh, Cannon and Claudio aren't taking, uh, the members of Sweet and Sour International, um, uh, seriously. Uh, it's lighthearted and, uh, in the end, um, Claudio gives the big swing to Mono Metallico, uh, for 250 rotations. <laughs> yes. And easily gets the pin over uh, over the team of Sweet and Sour International. Uh, Cannon and Claudio advance to the next uh, round, the, which is, of course, the next night. And Larry Sweeney gets in the ring, grabs the mic, and runs down the two members of his team, tells them that he, they're embarrassment, uh, but he has every faith in uh, uh, possible in Crossbones and Rorschach uh, that they will go to the finals and win the entire thing. And we go back to the locker room. Uh, second matchup. Uh, down come Sabian and Ruckus. It is time for blackout. Uh, they meet the, they, they head into the middle of the ring. Uh, they are no nonsense. They are ready to head to the finals. They want to kick the shit out of absolutely anyone across from them. Uh, and they're hoping for a hard hitting serious match. And, uh, their opponents announced are, of course, none other than Beef Wellington and Sexy Eddie. Uh, <laughs> Beef Wellington. And the Triple X Sex Express make their way to the ring, uh, to the, uh, I don't know, what was the name of Sexy Eddie's, uh, uh, that stripper song that he comes down to? Ooh, baby, you want me? What the hell's the name of it? You know what I mean. That song is blaring through the halls of Hellertown, and, um, uh, Paul Seaman and other people are at the, are at, over at the bar, uh, already 16 drinks deep and, uh, dr- and, uh, dancing along with them. Um, <laughs> Uh, of course, Beef and Sexy want to have fun. Uh, Eddie tries to get a girl from the crowd to come in so he can do, give them a lap dance, but Ruckus and Sabian cut them off. Match begins. Um, they are uh, hard-hitting, uh, trying to keep it serious. Eddie and Beef, Elling, uh, Beef Wellington try to uh, break up the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the gravity of the situation with some lighthearted playfulness. Uh, however, it does not work. Uh, Sabian and Ruckus just kick the shit out of them. And it looks like they have them uh, well in hand until uh, a member of the crowd, a dude in a cowboy hat who thinks he is a uh, a police officer uh, flashing a fake badge, calls Sabian boy. And Sabian breaks character and goes out of the ring and goes after this fan. Uh, legitimately attempts to snap the neck of this young man. Uh, and he is counted out. <laughs> oh, so this is something that actually happened. Eliminated by count out are Sabian and Ruckus moving on to the next round. Thanks to the racist, uh, bullshit of this, uh, well-known, uh, member of the crowd. Uh, Beef Wellington and Sexy Eddie advance to the next uh, round. Um, oh my god, I have tears in my eyes. Almost the entirety of the locker room have to come back and uh, hold and uh, hold Sabian back and pull him back into the locker room. Ah. So this everything calmed down draft, a bit. That, this is the only reason you drafted Blackout. <laughs> yes. Because that's a, one of I, my favorite Chikara memories is Sabian almost murdering that young man. His name was... Uh, so uh, no, I won't say his name. I won't say his name. 
Yeah, I, I didn't want to say his name. Okay. Anyway, uh, so we're bringing up the ta- the uh, the tournament action. We're going to have uh, we're going to have women's uh, action as Sumi Sakai goes one on one with Daisy Hayes. Um, this is 2005. Uh, people were still kind of, uh, asking for, um, for, uh, lingerie matches and pillow fight matches between women, and these two women just go out and just put on a clinic. Uh, spectacular, uh, showing by both women, um, leaving most of the, uh, the crowd in awe. Um, the ones that weren't in awe were the ones that expected, uh, this, uh, fantastic showing from these two women and were enjoying themselves. Um, however, um, n- you know, not to be, um, not to be without incident, um, winner of the last match, uh, Eddie, uh, Sexy Eddie decides to come to ringside just to watch the two women and ogle them a bit. Um, after, uh, the two of them are, uh, going at each other, Sexy Eddie gets up on the, uh, the apron and asks for a lap dance for the both of them. Uh, they bring him in hard way and proceed to, uh, team up together and kick the shit out of Sexy Eddie. Um, uh, sending him on his ass to, uh, shaking him out, out, and then while they're, uh, uh, jawjacking and yelling at him, uh, Daisy Hayes rolls up Sumi Sakai and gets the quick pin, one, two, three. Uh, she gets the win, Sumi Sakai kind of laughs and, at herself for, uh, getting, uh, allowing herself to be distracted, uh, but appreciates the camaraderie that they just shared, uh, by, uh, by, uh, kicking Sexy Eddie out of the ring. Uh, they shake hands and they go into the back. Back to the tournament action. Uh, we have star pupils of CM Punk, Shane Hagedorn and Davey Andrews come down to the ring. Uh, they are of course dressed in black. They do not have their colors as, uh, at this point. Uh, and they are looking to make a name for themselves. Uh, and suddenly the music hits and their opponents are, uh, announced to be none other than Chris Candido and Shane Douglas. Whoa. Two thirds of the ECW triple threat make their way down to the ring nice and slow, smirks on their face. Uh, they, uh, uh, they're, they're definitely, uh, assuming that they are, are going to handily defeat this team of students. Um, they get into the ring. Uh, they, they, they are clear, their body language shows that they have no, uh, they have no concerns about this match. Um, the match, uh, starts out with, uh, Shane, Shane Hagedorn and Chris Candido. Uh, Hagedorn tries to, uh, do some chain and Candido, of course, runs circles around him. Um, tagging, uh, both, uh, competitors out, uh, Davey Andrews and Shane Douglas come in. They're more brawlers, so they kind of, uh, do a little bit of striking, uh, neither man uh, getting the, uh, the, uh, the advantage until Douglas goes for the eyes. And now it's just, uh, just teeing off on Davey Andrews for the majority of the match. Eventually, Shane Hagener gets the hot tag, comes in like a house of fire, takes both men out. And at the end of it all, Shane Douglas and Chris Candido, uh, knock heads in the middle of the ring, a little bit of a miscommunication, and Hagedorn hits his finisher on Chris Candido and gets the pin clean, one, two, three, and Hagedorn and Andrews move on to the next round. Candido and Douglas have been eliminated. Excellent. Wow. Uh, moving on to, uh, the next, uh, the next round is, um, no, maybe I should have another match in between here. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> I did this. I did this so many times. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, okay, so we're gonna throw a non-tournament matchup in here. Um, uh, 
there's going to be uh, a, a, an undisclosed voice on the uh, microphone uh, since I didn't uh, since I didn't draft anybody that can take this role. An undisclosed uh, voice over the microphone saying that uh, you know. Uh, that there were a set amount of spots for this tournament, uh, but more tag teams showed up that were that were uh, necessary. But uh, we're not going to, sh- uh, you know, we're not going to shut them out. So we're going to give uh, these two tag teams a shot to just be on here, be on that, and show that maybe they're going to be uh, able to put up their their uh, uh, their prowess next year for Tag World Grand Prix. And uh, the the rock and roll music hits over the loudspeaker, and here comes Dunn and Marcos. Uh, Donna Marcos head down and, uh, they get into the ring. They, well, before they get into the ring, they slap everybody's hand. They're crowd favorites. They get in there. Uh, they do their high five and their air, uh, air guitar, which my wife and I put over at our wedding. Um, and, uh, <laughs> uh, they're of course the crowd favorites. And, uh, they, when, once the music dies down, uh, we are treated to, uh, Emil Satoshi and Trick Davis. Trick Davis and Satoshi come down to the ring, and they get right up in the faces of Dunn and Marcos. Uh, they don't want to have a silly match. However, uh, in a, in a uh, opposite of what uh, Sabian and Ruckus and Beef Wellington and Sexy Eddie were, where uh, Ruckus and Sabian were shooting down all of the uh, the, the comedy, uh, Dunn and Marcos uh, forced their, com- their, their comedic stylings upon Satoshi and Trick Davis for at least the first part of the match. Um, afterwards, the, uh, high-flying acumen of all four men are on display, um, as, uh, my Dark Horse favorite, Trick Davis, is able, is given a, a chance to shine, and, uh, in the end, a, a very hard-fought battle, both teams are over with the crowd, and Trick Davis is over on Marcos, uh, and they get a, a big standing ovation, uh, and, they're, they're definitely held in high regard, and it's it's uh, assumed that they're going to be considered for the Tag World Grand Prix next year. Uh, and then we're going to, let's see, that's, that's five matches, no, six matches. All right, so uh, the main event of the night is going to be the final opening round. It is going to be, uh, well, before they even announce, the, the music for Sweden Sour International hits once again, and here comes all five members. Uh, Mono Metallico and Sharecropper are dejected in the back of the, uh, of the, the lineup, but, uh, Larry Sweeney is, of course, pumping up Crossbones and Rorschach, uh, as if they are the next big thing, bringing them down to the ring, letting them know that they are, uh, about to, you know, go on to win it all. They're, they have no problem. they uh, he, he has every confidence in the world, and, uh, their opponents announced, music hits, here they come, Milano Collection AT and Milanito Collection AT <laughs> head down to the ring. As you would expect, uh, Crossbones uses his girth uh, against Milanito uh, a- a Collection AT, uh, and Rorschach uses his speed. However, Milano Collection AT is just uh, a total package. Uh, a- an imposing man tosses uh, even Crossbones around the ring, and they make short work of the second team of share- of uh, Sweden Star International. They get the win, one, two, three, going on to the- into the uh, into the uh, uh, second, uh, second round, and Larry Sweeney is beside himself. He is livid. <laughs> he is incredibly angry, uh, and he, uh, tells the, the entire team of Sweet and Sour International, he says, I don't even know why I'm with you guys. Maybe, maybe it's, uh, it, it, maybe I shouldn't even be with you guys. And the four of them actually speak up for themselves. They say, Larry, you didn't help us at all. You told us that we were going to be the best here, and you didn't have our back at all. You didn't pull your weight. And he said, uh, Larry Sweeney said, all right, fine. 
you wanna, you wanna, uh, you want me to, to pull my weight? I'll tell you what, tomorrow, and, uh, he has a back, he has a, uh, he has a little duffel bag over his back, uh, his shoulder, by the way. Tomorrow, and he goes into his duffel bag and he pulls out the ICW, ICWA, Texarkana Television Championship, and he says, tell you what, you want me to prove to you that I'm the leader of this group, I am going to put up my title tomorrow night, right here in Hellotown, again, in an open challenge. Oh, boy. And I dare anybody to step up and face me for this title. And suddenly, the music hits, and out from the curtain comes Chris Candido. Oh! And the match is set for tomorrow night in Hellertown for the ICW, ICWA, Texarkana Television Championship. It's going to be Larry Sweeney up against none other than Chris Candido. And the show comes to a close, and everyone goes to their hotel rooms because everyone, you know, I mean, most people flew in for this show and uh, got themselves a hotel room. Right, right. Uh, (laughs) So we're on the night two, folks. Night two of Tagrel Grand Prix 2005. Uh, we'll get right to it. So, we're going to start off with the opening rounds. Uh, starting off is going to be Eric Cannon and Claudio Castagnoli, uh, going down to the ring, and not far behind them, their opponents for the night is going to be Beef Wellington and Sexy Eddie. And Sexy Eddie has a, uh, has a cooler with him. Sexy Eddie comes down to the ring with a cooler, and before the match starts, he gets a, uh, he gets a microphone, and uh, from what we hear, because I didn't draft anybody, management is trying to run to the ring to get the microphone out of Sexy Eddie's uh, uh, hand, but can't get out there for whatever reason. And Sexy Eddie uh, says that he doesn't want to wrestle these guys. He wants to have he wants to have an Alco brawl, and we're going to have an Alco brawl here in Chikara as he pulls out. Wait, was, were Fur Locos around here? No, never mind. A whole bunch of M Dog 2020 bottles. Ah. Right. <laughs> the equivalent, the 2005 equivalent to Fur Loco was Sparks. <laughs> we'll go with Sparks. Either that or Crooked. Uh, we'll go with Snoop Dogg's uh, St. Eyes ripoff. Uh, he, pulled, he pulled out a whole bunch of them, and uh, the, the rules are simple. Everybody's got to down an entire bottle before they get into the match, and uh, they all do. Uh, they do, all do exactly that. Uh, Beef Wellington and Claudio, uh, get very, very drunk very, very fast because they're not big drinkers. Claudio drinks a lot of coffee and, uh, Beef Wellington is just trying to fend off Giant Tiger from trying to have sexual relations with his father. So, um, so, so Claudio and Beef Wellington end up, uh, collapsing in one of the corners, uh, with their arms around each other, bottles in, in opposite hands and just kind of, uh, uh, commiserating with each other. As Sexy Eddie and Eric Cannon, the, the professional alcoholics in this match, decide to go at it. Uh, they trade blows for a while. Um, it gets crazy uh, outside of the ring. Uh, they go for more bottles and get even uh, drink even more. Um, Hellertown management comes out and tries to talk to uh, to Chikara management, uh, <laughs> asks if they can uh, keep it keep it uh, to a minimum. Uh, of course, that's not going to happen. Sexy Eddie uh, eventually tries to accost some female members in the in the crowd. Um, uh-huh. and at, at which point, uh, Eric Cannon pulls him back into the ring, gets a quick roll up and just kind of collapses on him. And, uh, uh, Eddie, Eddie, <laughs> sexy Eddie cannot get his shoulders up and Cannon and Claudio get the win over Beef Wellington and sexy Eddie. In the <laughs> and opening they have to move on contest. to the, they have to move on to the finals 
Intoxic. Yes. Ah. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. Put that in your pocket. All right. So round <laughs> the second, uh, the second tournament action. Uh, we're going to see none other than Shane Hagedorn and uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, <laughs> Davy Andrews. Davy. You forget his first name. Davy Andrews. Uh, CM Punk star, star students that I had to, that I had to take, uh, as a plan B because, uh, because Turner and Franco were already, uh, were already taken. Um, up against Milanito, Collection AT and Milano Collection AT. Uh, a very good matchup. The rookies get to shine against the, uh, international superstars that everyone is very excited to see come in. Um, and Andrews and Hagedorn coming off of the win against, uh, Candido and Douglas look like they're going to be able to pull it out. However, a masked assailant comes through the crowd and uh, costs Andrews and Hagador in the match. And after Milanito Collection AT and Milano Collection AT get the pin, the mask comes off and Evan Starsmore is incredibly angry that he wasn't included in this. He wonders why he wasn't picked to be oh. part of the team. He wonders why Shane Hagador and uh, and Andrews were, were were chosen, and he wasn't. Uh, and he challenges, uh, and of course, I guess at the, at that time, um, Davey Andrews was like seen as like the, the breakout star of the, uh, of, of the, the class. So he challenges Andrews to a one-on-one match the next time they're there at Hellertown, uh, at, for the, the title of the star pupil of CM Punk's very first, uh, uh, class, uh, from, from, uh, 2005. Uh-oh. So, uh, Milano Collection 18, Milanito Collection 18 move on to the finals, uh, to, to, uh, meet up with a very, uh, inebriated Eric Cannon and Claudio <laughs> Castagnoli. Uh, before we get to that, however, we've got non-tournament action coming up as you're, as you're used to seeing at, uh, Chikara, uh, shows. We're going to start out, uh, with Sabian Ruckus and, uh, oh, oh man, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> wait, 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 shit. Okay, uh, Sabian Ruckus and Trick Davis, uh, going up against Sumi Sakai, Daisy Hayes, who have decided to, uh, join forces after their camaraderie from the night before, and Shane Douglas, uh, in a team, in a very unlikely team. <laughs> Shane Douglas saw them in the back and said, you two remind me of, uh, of, uh, of a much more, uh, <laughs> ring, uh, ring abled, uh, Francine. I, I don't know. I got, I got, uh, so I'm going to team up with you no guys and go against able uh, to talk about psychosis and El Ro- Puerto Ricanio ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so the three on three match is set and, uh, Sumi Sakai and Daisy Hayes have great, uh, uh, grappling and high flying stuff with Sabian and Ruckus, who of course are excellent high flyers. Uh, Beef Wellington does some great comedy with Shane Douglas. Douglas actually, uh, kind of gets a little, uh, less serious and enjoys himself in the ring. Uh, has some fun. This is a, a more lighthearted, uh, uh, matchup that is a crowd pleaser. And Beef Wellington gets the pin over Shane Douglas, uh, after, D- uh, Beef Wellington, uh, pops Douglas so much that he can't stop laughing, uh, at watching Beef Wellington ass punch, accidentally ass punching his own partner, uh, Ruckus. Uh, and while he was having, uh, tears in his eyes, Beef Wellington rolled him up and got the pin. Uh, moving on, uh, next is going to be, uh, Larry Sweeney comes out to the ring and says, later on in the night, I have a match, but first, 
I'm going to have a four-way match between the four members of my Sweet and Sour International. Oh. And I want these four to show me uh, why they believe they feel that they're they're worthy of this team. And so it's going to be Mono Metallico versus Rorschach versus Sharecropper uh, versus Era, uh, um, uh, Crossbones. <laughs> and, um, so, uh, and he says that the, the, the winner of this match gets to stay with me and the other three are fired. Oh my God. So all four hesitant to start the match out. However, they all want to keep their jobs. They're very high paying jobs with Larry Sweeney. So they go at it. We have about a, uh, an eight-minute match with the four of these guys, uh, all showing off what they have to bring to the uh, to the to the match. Uh, excellent show by all of them because they all want to shine. They all want to get their stuff in. Sweeney, of course, berating all four of them throughout the match, and in the end, all four of them come at each other with uh, with a knockout blow, and all four men are knocked out in the middle of the ring. A ten count, a four-way countout, and Sweeney doesn't know what to do with himself. Excellent. And he just leaves. He shakes his head, throws a fit, and just goes into the back. Slowly but surely, all four men come to, uh, ask who won, uh, are told that none of them did, and they all make their way to the back as well. Huh. All right. Moving on. <laughs> all right. Where's my card? Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, so, a little more, uh, a little more non-tournament action. We're going to see uh, the... Uh, six man tag once again. Uh, Blind Rage, Hollow Wicked, and Ultra Mantis Black, uh, come out and say that they were upset that they were not included and they are, they are, uh, they would like to, to have a match. And anyone who is interested, come on down. And we've got the team of Andrew, Andy Sumner, and Drew Gulak coming down by themselves, followed by, uh, a very drunk Sexy Eddie. And Sexy Eddie decides <laughs> that he's going to. He's going into double duty. Well, triple duty actually, because he was out for the for the women's match. Um, Eddie's going to come down, and basically all Eddie does is just sit in the corner and drink for the, throughout the entire match. Uh, Blind Rage, uh, Blind Rage, Hollow Wicked, Mantis up against Andy Sumner and Drew Gulak. Uh, these guys have a fun match, but of course, Blind Rage, Hollow Wicked, Ultra Mantis, three on two, just too much for them. Uh, they come out on top, and afterwards, uh, Drew Gulak and Andy Sumner ask why Sexy Eddie didn't do anything. And, uh, Eddie decides to, uh, re- rebuttal with, uh, uh, deciding to tear his pants off and throw them into his face, but he forgot to put a thong on afterwards, so now he's holding himself with both hands, uh, legitimately not wanting to actually do that, just forgot to put his underwear on, and now he has to go into the back holding himself and explain to the unnamed management why, uh, it is that they're about to get kicked out of uh, the, the victim. <laughs> Frank Talent's gonna be really upset. Yeah, Frank, yeah. Frank Talent would be thrown uh, I, I don't know. Was he spinning? Oh. <laughs> These are questions you All right, know. we've got three. What's that, Decker? Those are questions you don't want to ask. Yeah, yes, indeed. Uh, alright, so, we're getting long, and that's what Shakara shows are all about. We're gonna, we got three matches left. We've got, uh, returning from the night before. <laughs> we got Dun and Marcos going up against Billy Ken Kid and Evison. Uh, Evison, uh, Billy Ken Kid, you know, Billy Ken Kid is a little more serious, but Evison is, uh, is all, is super comedy. Dun and Marcos have a great time with him. Everybody has a good time, and Evison ends up, uh, with the win over Marcos after, uh, getting him into a incredibly, uh, tough headlock 
wrenching in the headlock, and Marcos ends up tapping from the headlock. Uh, Billy Ken Kidd and Evison with the non-tournament uh, win. Uh, and now it's time for the title match. Larry Sweeney makes his way down to the ring. Uh, by uh, The four members of Internet, uh, Sweeney Star International uh, are behind him. However, he turns around and tells them that he is not in need of their services for tonight, and he will reevaluate whether or not he needs them going forward. But for now, he can go into the back. He's got this for, by himself. Sweeney comes out. Does a little mic work, talks about how great he is and how terrible his team is, and he's going to to, to uh, single handedly uh, elevate the name of Sweet and Sour International tonight. Candido comes down to a huge pop, huge pop, and uh, they, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure you guys know where this is going. They have a spectacular match. Uh, lots of old school Memphis stuff. Lots of uh, 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 chicken shit heel mentality. Uh, Candido is super over, even though he's uh, cheating like like uh, like. You know, like like that he usually does. Um, Sweeney uses everything that he possibly can, uh, and it looks like he's going to lose the match. All four members of Sweet and Sour International come down. Uh, they all get on opposite uh, on uh, sides of the ring. Candido fights them all off one by one, but turns around back into the ring uh, to catch a big wallop from Larry Sweeney. Sweeney is able to get the pin and retain the ICW ICWA Texarkana Television Championship. And that, of course, shows him the value of Sweet and Sour International, all four members. And they all embrace at the end of the match. The ah. gang is back together, folks. And uh, Chris Candido, although he put up a hell of a fight, could not uh, stand up to the numbers game. And now mm-hmm. we are on to the main event. Uh, Milano Collection AT. Milanito Collection AT. Make their way to the ring. International superstars. Everyone's very excited to see them in Hellertown, Pennsylvania. And then Cannon comes out through the uh, through the uh, the curtain by himself, and he looks around and he goes back into the curtain and he pulls Claudio, drags him out. Claudio can barely stand; he's very very drunk. And uh, they get into the ring. Cannon's just shaking his head, can't believe that he's such a lightweight. They get in there, bell rings, tells him to stay out there. He's got this. And uh, Eric Cannon takes on Milanito Collection AT and Milano Collection AT. By the way, Milanito Collection lowercase AT. Milano Collection, capital E-T, uh, does his bed to t- best to take a, take them on, uh, but eventually uh, just uh, is is uh, really at the losing end. Finally, Claudio gets a hot tag. He's uh, he, he sobered up just a bit, gets in there, takes down both members of the opposing team, uh, uh, just swinging for the fences, doing everything he can, uh, accidentally bumps the ref because he doesn't know what he's doing, and then runs into his own teammate, Eric Cannon, grabs his legs, and goes for the big swing on Eric Cannon. And uh, swings Eric Cannon like crazy uh, for uh, probably like 10 or 15 swings, and people think that he's going to go. He just did 250 last night, right? On uh, Who did he do 250 on? On, on uh, Mono Metallico. So, of course, he's going to go <laughs> 10 or 15. <laughs> puts Eric Cannon down, goes over to the corner, and just pulls a cloudy and uh, throws oh, everything God. up. Vomiting. <laughs> As everyone suspected, Eric Cannon. Eric Cannon goes over to try and help him. Milano Collection AT, Milanito Collection AT, turn him around. Big double team maneuver. Hits him in the middle of the ring. Goes for the cover. One, two, three. Your Tag World Grand Prix 2005 winners, Milano Collection AT and Milanito Collection AT. And Hellertown goes happy, goes home happy as per usual. 
And because it will have aired by then, Cloudy, <coughs> that's what you get for hitting me with the Excite Wrestling Championship to win the 24-7 title for me. <laughs> that's what you get, is Back. that reference. Matt, when do I get my $10 for, for putting that in there? Do I get it? Uh, just gonna, in the mail. Just PayPal later, it's fine. Right. Check some in the mail. <laughs> so, two very similar yet different cards. Both very well done. Both deserving of making the tournament of champions, but only one will make it. So now <laughs> you, the listeners, go to at the A Show on CKCC on Twitter. Get your votes in. So because he'll have substan- because he will have substantially more to plug, we're gonna have Pico second. Jenna, do you have anything that you'd like to plug? I mean, if people are foolish, they could follow me on Twitter. Uh, my username there is at underscore Jenna, spelled with a G, so G-E-N-N-A, Joy. Um, that's my user ID on most social media, so if you want to see, like, what movies I watch, follow me on Letterboxd. Uh, other than that, go back uh, on IWTV uh, and watch the 2005 uh, Chikara show from Penn State. I always like to to say that because that was a cool that was a cool experience, regardless of what I might think of the owner of Chikara nowadays. Um, yeah, and that's uh, that's really about it. My memory of that night is specifically that I believe Penn State won the Big Ten that night. They certainly did, and just a lot of people in the streets. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty nuts. I remember um, <clears throat> Bryce bringing a like. It hadn't happened yet. Like they had to win in order for them to be the Big Ten champions. And Bryce brought. He was working with somebody who was making apparel, and he had a, t- a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or something that said like Penn State Big Ten champs already. And everyone was like, Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Oh, like, super- well, yeah, a little, a little superstitious. So. But that Penn State show was a lot of fun, and thanks to the wrestling club, of course, 17 years ago. Oh, my God, for, stop it. For putting that together and making that happen. Pete has a lot more to talk about, I'm sure. Uh, keeping in mind that this will probably not air until early next week, so if you have any bookings this weekend, they've already happened by the time people hear this. Uh, well, uh, people have already – it's already happened. Uh, uh, Record Store Day this Saturday. Uh, April twenty third, uh, good good times going to show up at a, at a record store at uh, at seven in the morning and stand in, in line and talk with a bunch of record nerds until I can get in there and buy some cash grab records. It's gonna be a good time. Um, <laughs> other than that, so uh, so yeah, uh, check out my uh, my YouTube page, Peter DeLong. Uh, I got uh, wrestling shorts with Peter DeLong where I like to put over uh, people, places, or promotions within the professional wrestling uh, industry that I think are worthy of your attention. Basically, when I'm on a show, I like to put together a, a video kind of hyping the, the card and whatnot or, or uh, some individuals or tag teams that, that I like to, to pull a, uh, attention to. So check that out on YouTube. Um, show's coming up. Holy smokes. All right. So uh, I got uh, May, May 14th at the, at the Steamtown Mall. Uh, High Tension Network is putting on uh, uh, Electric City Showdown. Uh, that's going to be a good time. Then we got May 21st in uh, Connecticut, Norwich, Connecticut. I got Standalone Wrestling. Um, it's going to be me and Brad DeMeo on commentary up there. Whoa! Uh, bringing him up there. Yeah, we're getting the band back together. 
uh, dude who basically trained me on commentary and showed me showed me the ropes and and uh, helped me to figure out what the hell I was doing on the on this microphone, uh, coming with me to to rehash our our old days. Uh, incredible card. Bob Backlund's going to be there. Davy Richards, Serpentico, um, uh, the Iron uh, Iron Beasts are going to be there. KTB and uh, and uh, Shane Mercer. Um, uh, there's tons of names. Uh, Marco Stunt, uh, Kirk, uh, Brandon Kirk. Uh, gonna be a good time there. Uh, geez, after that, uh, uh, June 10th is going to be, uh, uh, Sandal Wrestling's women's division. I am legend in, uh, in Jersey. And then we've got, uh, uh, Intense Wrestling Alliance, July 16th, coming back to, uh, Nutley, New Jersey. Um, July 25th, is, I'm sorry, June 25th is going to be, um, SSW, Shore Star Wrestling, their, their inaugural show, uh, where I'm going to be on there with, uh, Anthony Blackwell doing commentary. And, uh, gosh, let's see. Um, oh my gosh, what, uh, U, UCW is going to be doing their first show, uh, at some point in, oh, uh, August 20th. That's going to be in Nanticoke, uh, where it's going to be, um, uh, me and a three man team of, uh, uh, Anthony Blackwell and, uh, his, his, uh, his usual partner on his, uh, oh my gosh. I know I was shooting him. I don't know his, his, uh, uh, let me help me. Yeah. On on the podcast, uh, that, that he does on the, uh, tornado, tornado tech podcast. I feel like a shithead, uh, for not knowing that. My, my, my apologies. Uh, and then, gosh, um, oh, and sometime in, in August, uh, we're back at the rock, uh, the anchor rock club in Atlantic City, New Jersey for the, uh, the Kirk's, uh, couples invitational tournament. Um, that, uh, that venue is awesome. We just had their very first wrestling show there. It's, it's always been a music venue, but they, but, uh, they gave, uh, Pro Wrestling After Dark a shot uh, at uh, putting on a deathmatch tournament and it was incredibly successful. Uh, and they asked us back for, for multiple shows. So we're going to be back there at some point in August with the, uh, the Kirks, Brandon and Casey Kirk, their, their couples invitational. And, uh, Plenty more. I, I can go on and on, but uh, but yeah, that's that's. I think that's good enough for now. That venue, Thanks. that venue is really rad, by the way. All right, yeah. And I will ask you off air about that Danicoke thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. So where you can see me coming up, I'll be at the X in Johnson City, New York, for Excite Wrestling's Excite versus <clears throat> the World on May seventh. Uh, that's going to be a five p.m. bell time because it's in a mall and it closes. Before, <laughs> um, you can check out all their stuff at twitch.tv slash excite wrestling, excite being X C I T E. A couple weeks ago, we had Dan Barry against Josh Alexander, which was fun, and some other good stuff as well that happened that day. Um, May 14th, I will also be at the marketplace in Steamtown for high tension wrestling. Uh, making my HTW debut. That's going to be so much fun, and we'll also air live on IWTV. Again, code word draft lets Jerry know if you're a new user that you came to him by listening to the A Show. Um, Other plugs um, for podcasts, of course, our friends at CKCC Radio. Um, We are part of the network. Thank you, as always, to them. CKCCRadio.com. Too many shows to mention. Also, our friends at the soon-to-be-named network, um, always very supportive of us. Uh, a lot of great shows there, stbnnetwork.com or stbnnetwork.tumblr.com. Um, Peter, I gave a pretty good uh, plug to Tornado Tag and uh, the IWEP network. 
You can also listen to Pod Van Dam. You can listen to um, Who Gets a Hops with Irish Kev. You can listen to Nine Other Sports Podcast with Jason and David, and an honorable mention with Shane Hagedorn and Jeff Schwartz. Also, watch Brainwreck TV with Kevin Graham and Jason X, both former two CW heavyweight champions. I think we got everything. Um, I like to point out that I'm no longer on Twitter, but we do have a burner account. Uh, <laughs> a show burner. Certainly educated. As everyone should. Um, we needed to have a burner, and Decker decided he was the man for the job. That's right. Next week, the Tournament of Champions begins. Uh, myself and Andy Peck provided Andy's available. If not, it'll be O'Mealy and Decker. Yeah. And lots of good stuff to come for that. We'll let you know as the tournament goes on. Keep it uh, keep it locked on at the A-Show on CKCC on Twitter for updates on that. Also, thank you to, I, I made the joke earlier, but thank you to Immortal Championship Wrestling out of New York for granting me the opportunity to be a part of their um, Dippin' Donuts 24-7 title lineage. <laughs> um, I did defeat Bring It Out Sir Chris Gullo because uh, he foolishly laid down to celebrate his victory. Why would you do that? <laughs> I am um, so happy. I must place my shoulders directly on canvas. And because of Will of Air by then, I did then lose the belt to Cloudy after he hit me with his newly won Excite Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Yeah. Double check. Um, that shit hurt. <laughs> um, but it was a lot of fun. Um, also that night, Cheech became a 24-7 champion, and so did All Japan Wrestling's, uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling's Saido Brothers. They co-held the titles, the title. And then Chris Gillow beat one of them, rolled them up, I counted the pin, and I counted my own pin to win the title. You're allowed, you're the referee. Um, at this moment, um, as we are recording, I've been the champion for about 30 hours. Um, but by the time this show airs, I will have lost it to Cloudy. So, the shame. I thought we were friends, Cloudy. <clears throat> thought we were shame. friends. Even if you have vomited on at least two shows, I've been on with you. <laughs> Why would you bring that up? I mean, there's no, you know. Uh... Jenna, Pete, best of luck to you in the voting, and we'll see one of you in the tournament of champions. Thanks for having me. Jenna, well done. Uh, a very good yeah. battle was had. And, had uh, Matt and Decker, thank you so, so much for having us on. That was a blast. Yeah, that was really fun. Fun. So, until next week when the Tournament of Champions begins, my name is Matt. I'm Sleepy Decker. And we will see ya. 